Welcome back to another episode of the Unwritten Podcast. It's your girl, Nisah here. Hey guys, it's Siham. Hey, it's Emma. Welcome back for another episode and another beautiful week. We're so happy that you're back. Um, how was you guys' this weekend? It was good. It was a chill weekend. I didn't really do anything. I. It was a very interesting weekend because I went without a phone for 24 hours. And that was all about your tricky daddy. Okay, relax. (laughs) I don't want to block my blessings of other trigger daddies that could potentially be out there, right? I'm kidding. No, but I went 24 hours without a phone. And it was the weirdest experience I've ever had. Like, it was actually very nice. I don't know. It was very interesting. I'll just put it that way. It was very interesting. Like, I didn't have, like, I didn't feel the need to, like, look at my phone. Why did you go 24 hours? Okay, well, I was getting a new phone. Like, I was getting a new phone. It's just very boring, but I just wanted to explain that I went 24 hours without a phone. don't they typically give you a phone right away? Did you have to wait for it to get shipped or something? No, because, because I have a lot of data on my phone. And the guy at the store was like, yeah, you have a lot of data in your phone to switch over from the old phone to the new phone. He's like, it's for it to transfer over. Mm-hmm. It's taking a very, very long time because I've got like 5 billion photographs. I kid you not. I have so many. I deleted like three or 4,000 pictures last night. I sat there for like two hours deleting 4,000. It was horrible. But besides the point. But anyways, yeah, I was getting a new phone. So I was upgrading my phone. So I had to wait because it kept like telling the the little system was like, first it was like an hour, and then it was like, nope, three hours. Nope, come back in four. Come back in five. He's like, yeah, we're closing at eight, and it was like at four. So we're closing at eight, and it says five hours. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, yeah, you're gonna have to leave it here overnight and come back tomorrow to get it. I was like, whatever, fine. So I went like the whole rest of the day without it, picked it up the next day, and it was it was interesting. I didn't know what was going on in the world. I literally felt like I had like a media blackout because I get my news from online, from Twitter. I mean, you can that's the thing. I had my laptop. My sister kept telling me that. She's like, you couldn't use your laptop. And I was like, it's not the same. Twitter on your phone and Twitter on your laptop are not the same. Twitter on a laptop does not hit the same. I don't know what it is. Just the fact that your thumb just scrolls. It's not the same, guys. <laughs> it's not the same. Well, like Instagram, I'm I can't watch stories. Like, crazy. No, it, it, Actually, it's, Instagram is weird on a laptop, but Twitter... you can't do stories. Instagram is really weird on You can't do laptop. stories. That's why, because I'm like, 85% of the reason why you're in, on Instagram nowadays is because of the stories. Mm. And you can't watch the stories. I'm just going to go like your pictures. It's not that deep, bro. Like, nobody's really updating their feet that often. Yeah, you know, it's right, so like, it doesn't right. hit the same. Snapchat, you can't do that on a laptop. Yeah. Text messaging. I didn't want to do text messaging on a laptop. And I was like... I don't know. I was like, I text three friends. I'm like, they'll, they'll be fine without me for 24 hours. So is that your low for this week? No, it was it was like a high because I got a new phone, so that was cool. It wasn't a low because I got to go do some other stuff. Like, I got to spend time with my family. got to know them. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I went home to see my family, and I did get to hang out with them, which I always do every weekend, so that was cool. But, yeah, I don't have a low. For, for me, I don't have a low either, but my high would be I went to go see The Joker on Saturday, it was actually was a pretty a good, good movie. Yeah, it, but the entire movie was, like, character building. Oh. And so it basically talked about the Joker, his past, oh. like, why he is the way he is, why he started killing, and it shows, like, his first, like, few killings oh. and before he became the Joker. But it's it's a really, it's a cool movie, but it's also, like, weird. weird. Yeah. What would you give it out of ten stars? What would you give it? I would give it, like, seven. Oh, okay. I don't think I'd rewatch it, but it was a good history um, on, like, if you're into, into, like, Batman and that sort of thing, it's, it's a good Joker's history, but, yeah. Yeah, that's not my type of movie. (laughs) For me, I just spent the weekend at home, kind of chilled. My phone was, like, dead half of the weekend, and then... was dead? Yeah. (laughs) And then I got to see my other friend's baby, um, she recently had a baby, so 
had a fun weekend. It's like a baby season. Yeah, it's it really is. Baby season. Like, so all of our friends and I'm like, yo, oh, everybody has their babies in the fall. But yeah, um, so and then my low. It's not my personal low, but it's like the low for this generation that we're in. But did you guys see Balenciaga is literally selling um, earrings that the look pins. like the safety pins, pins yeah. safety pin mm-hmm. earrings. $665. You know those safety <clears throat> pins are also like, um, there's another, there's a brand that first started the safety pin look and um, James Charles, mm-hmm. you know the YouTuber James Charles, he started yeah. wearing those safety pins and everybody started getting obsessed with it because he only wears it on one ear and he doesn't wear it the other side. And now all these high-end designers are starting. And it came from like an Etsy store oh. who started the safety pins and then now it's like everybody's catching on because it's like the new thing. $665. Yeah. Please explain that. You know damn well some rich person's them. kid probably has three of those and is walking around with them. You said you would buy it? Seems a crack. Oh my god, Sam, I'm gonna be you up. Just because it's Sam's problematic. Sam is Where does it say Balenciaga? I can I go to Dollar Tree and get you a whole pack and then you can and keep you it the rest know of your life. life. No, oh no. my god. I'd buy that though. That's so it looks But so that tells you. But that's like edgy. You know, like that will look so cool. It's it, it's literally a safety pin. That's they fine. went and got a safety pin and just put it in their website. But that's saying, yeah, it doesn't have a logo. It doesn't say anything. Anything it's on it. It's just nothing. A silver safety yeah, there's pin. nothing like that makes it different. That makes it like wow. No, that's it's that's fine. very concerning. But that's very concerning. That's fine. I would wear, it's it's fine. Fine. I would wear no, it with anything. It matches with absolutely anything. I never have to that's worry about that. I'm uncertain. You. I don't want to be your friend. No, that's very concerning because if you look at why do you feel the need to spend that much money on something so small and meaningless? That doesn't even have a logo on it. What do you, what satisfaction are you getting it, from that? It's, it's me knowing it's Balenciaga. That's why. It's I. And what is what is what, what, what is Balenciaga have, doing for you? Exactly. It's like I know it's real to have. Yes, I know but how also much others can look at it and be like, "That's most real to have, and yeah. it's worth the value." You can go sell it tomorrow that and get money too. You know how vintage? You know how much vintage jewelry? Costs? This, how do you how do you prove it? See him? How do you prove it? Is it made out of silver? The have? No, it's not. Yeah, it's probably made no, out of not. silver. The have? Yes, it is. Oh my god, see him so problematic. Oh this is like, see him literally is so. She you thinks she's like a millionaire. Her mind, I'm like, see him. You don't need material things. You do not need material things. But listen. That jewelry in 10 years is going to cost no, it's so not. much at a vintage It's store. not going to be My backpack, my Louis Vuitton backpack, costs so much, and it's like a 1994. It's a bag. Does it look like it? No. That it's is a understandable. It's, it's a bag. It has a logo. It has a name. It has everything. It that is. does not. That I can literally pick them up and this put them inside. So you would not know. No, you know what that tells you also? Materials in the world that we live in. to yeah. sell stupid stuff. But that's and the thing. I'm doing that. No, but you know what that is? It's the psychology behind it because what they're selling you is an idea and you're buying into their bullshit. And that's concerning to you because psychologically that means that there's something missing within you that you feel the need to... Whoa. To, to literally, literally so, how so much. There's exactly. something with it, missing within you and she, you feel the need to, everything to buy it. No, okay. it doesn't. Okay, no. I just like there are some things that are understandable. That's understandable. That's understandable. There are some things that are worth it. No, what if it has a name? But something that has zero... Like, you could put... S- but people in that market, like, people like me that know designer things know you can't. it's, like, a designer item. Yes, we do. They yeah, probably, have a, no they probably do have the Balenciaga label, and it's probably on the safety-dependent, like, hook thing. There's no way Balenciaga never sells this item without their symbol or label on it. So it probably does have it, something on there. I know what to get you for your birthday next Thank year. Thank you. Oh, my God. Balenciaga safety pin? I'm going to get an Alex Walmart or something. Yeah, I'm going to get you a Walmart one. Like, I know. Thank you. No, listen. I know, I know the value. I, I know the value of... She's going to get a, micro, a, 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 a microscope and be like, hmm. 
You're the child. I'm done. Yeah, I, that's just like a, I feel like a culturally low for this. There's a, several cultural lows. Let's move this on to the low, next low, one. Low, low, low. So we're talking about cultural lows. And I'm going to start a business. It's called ML Fashion. And <laughs> I'm going to charge you guys season. 350 for these earrings. So come through. <laughs> Website so coming soon. If we're talking about cultural lows, we might as well okay, talk about the next cultural so low. So we're going to go into our topic for today, which is another cultural low that has been really bothering us and everyone's in an uproar too because hmm a lot of things have been happening yeah in this justice system i mean the justice system has been problematic forever forever but but just when we they thought, continue to disappoint no it's just just when we thought that i think the thing that's bothering everybody most is just when you thought there was some justice that was occurring and it was like mm, nope you celebrated too damn soon like yeah. we're talking about the uh, the Botham Jean case, if you guys haven't already caught on. Um, so, Amber, I don't know what her last name is. Um, yeah, who knows? Who cares? She's the a lady young, who uh, yeah. The lady who killed an innocent black man in his own apartment and then lied about it um, has been sentenced to 10 years in jail. Um, and my understanding is she only got 10 years for it, which mm-hmm. is very, 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 very ridiculous because is that all his life was worth? Like, right. 10 years. He just boiled it down to 10 years after she not only murdered him in his own home, but then lied about it. Right. Mm. And repeatedly kept lying about and, it, too. Yes, and kept lying about it. So we already know the justice system's already broken. But my yeah. thing, my thing was about forgiveness. Because that's what we're going to be diving into today and kind of looking at forgiveness and what that looks like to us. Um, do you guys want to touch base on what your thoughts are on, on her family, or his family forgiving her and her brother giving his brother giving her a hug. hug Lots yeah, of con- yeah. confusing. I, I just feel like in Islam, like if we're talking religious-wise, like we're supposed to forgive people. And like it just reminds me of, we are talking about this off mic, but um, this guy who, he's like a Muslim father who his son died and um, he was in court and he faced his son's killer mm-hmm. and he ended up hugging him because um, in the religion, you're not supposed to be mad at somebody more than three days. And so he ended up just forgiving him. And the whole idea was that he was going to leave it up to God and that God can deal with this person in the afterlife, and like he didn't own his son, you know. So ultimately, he just yeah. ultimately he just forgave him because he's like his son was his gift and his blessing, and now God decided to take him away, mm-hmm. and it just happened to be by kill, like this guy killing him, and so he ended up forgiving him. So I just feel like I I found the family um, forgiving her as like the right thing to do. Even though that you don't yeah. have to publicize it yeah. the way that they did, yeah. um, because you already knew the cameras and everything. This is a huge case, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you already knew there was cameras, even though you should not publicize it. But to each his own. Like if you wanted to do that, you did. But I'm glad they forgave her. Um, just for when I I saw a tweet that kind of I found weird was um that the father, um, Jean's father mm-hmm. said. In in the courtroom, he was like, I'd like to become your friend at some point to the woman that killed his son. And to me, I was like, whoa, like, is I, I you can forgive someone, but then again, where it's do you like, draw the line? yeah, where, where do you draw the line? And so somebody like quote tweeted it talking about like saying these this family is weird. Like, I'm sorry for your loss, but y'all are weird. Y'all are weird family. I understand that you're blacks. I um, understand that if your black son had killed that white woman, her family wouldn't forgive for wouldn't forgive him, and that he would get the death sentence. That's which is that's very true. But I feel like his family was super like they're Christians, but they were super religious, is what I saw. Mm-hmm. Like they're super. I mean, ultimately, religion tells you that you should be very forgiving, mm-hmm. which I fully understand. But as like a sibling, like when I saw 
his brother giving her a hug in the courtroom. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Like, I yeah. love my siblings very, very much. So yeah. if somebody came and, like, killed my sibling, I know... I'm not a very... Okay, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not too much of a forgiving person. Like, there's some things that I'm, like, very forgiving on, like, and about. But when it comes to family, I'm not... I, I don't play with that. Like, you cannot play about my family and you're talking about somebody taking one of my siblings' lives and then lying about it yeah. and yeah. not, like... And then you already know the justice system is gonna fail you, but you expect me to go to court and, like, sit there and be like, I'm, I forgive you? Yeah. That's... I don't think religiously and spiritually, I'm not that... Like, I'm not at that level yet. Like, forgiveness-wise, I'm not at that level yet. I'm very... I'm not very forgiving. And I can own that. But I get where the family's coming from because when you're holding on to that anger and that negativity, you're only hurting yourself. Like, forgiveness is for yourself, not really for the other person. Because mm-hmm. how shitty must she feel? Like, how shitty must she feel with knowing that she took this man's life for no reason, mm-hmm. lied about it. Everybody in the, in, in the U.S. knows because how big this case was. And on top of that, the family's telling that they forgive you and are trying to give you a hug. Like, you must feel so horrible. Like, I took a human life and these people are telling me they forgive me. Like... You know, you know what I'm saying? But do you really think she felt horrible or she just thought that was a win for her case? I'm sure that was. That I'm sure she did, her, yeah. Then with good behavior, she can get yeah, out early. early. yeah. You know, yeah. so maybe she thought, my, the family already forgave me. They know I'm a good person and with good behavior, I'll get out early. So to her, it just selfishly, like, she didn't think of it like that. No, I think she was... like, how shitty of a person yeah, she is. that's what I was going to say. That's how probably... That's, that's what I was going to say. Like, how shitty... Because she lied about it. And on top of that, she was known to say racist things like she's said racist comments before so i'm sure she was like another black man died who the fuck cares you know like i'm sure she didn't care too much about his life or value his life in any sense because she's showed it by her actions about lying about it killing him and carrying on with her day you know but it's i don't know it's very very interesting i don't think i could do that as a sibling i don't think i could sit there and face i don't think i might like i'm gonna try to attack you like you guys see those boys that attacked the guy that killed their mom in a courtroom yeah that that's the energy i'm on like i my you don't play about my family i'd rather you hurt me than hurt anybody in my family because i don't play about them no i I definitely agree for me am i am i weird for things i would forgive her but in in my own like i wouldn't share that information i i would want her to think that i didn't forgive her and to continue dealing with that and like yeah. not know not having the satisfaction of knowing that she's been forgiven so now she can think oh the family has forgiven me i can get off on 10 years yeah i want her to suffer with that is that is that mean no that's not mean i feel like that's that's maybe the road that i would take yeah sometimes just forgive but keep it to yourself and keep it pushing like yeah. i don't need to give you that satisfaction of knowing that i have let go of a situation or i've moved on from it like i want you to low-key simmer with knowing what you did and yeah. live with that. But my my thing is not even about the family. Like, that's one thing. That's their son. That's their brother. That's yeah. their child. Like, that's them that they can forgive that. My thing was the judge and right. the officer yeah. in court. The judge and the jurors. That's where the my problem too. comes in. The jurors are problematic too, but the judge, the jurors, they're regular schmegular human beings. One of them. No, no, but them. Okay, can we just talk about the judge real quick? Because okay, they're the just judge. regular the schmegular people that are on jury duty. They're problematic. They don't have to sit there and ha- like follow ethical, you know, have, have mm-hmm. ethical rules. They don't have to go to school. They, they don't have to do any of that. The judge is supposed to be impartial. Mm-hmm. You, are, you are supposed to take out religion, any of that personal BS, keep that to yourself. You are now a judge of court in the united states of america not for christianity not for islam not for whatever other religion that you want to sit there and represent that's not what you're there for that's not the, keep the energy to yourself right. you're supposed to sit there and be like what are the facts what does the law say what is it what what is the constitution ruling on this what is this what's going on here that's what she was to follow and i don't think she did that and yeah. i find that to be very rude and very disrespectful as a black woman in america right. like yes. you you are a black woman in america you know how tough it is for for us and on top of that why are you sitting here giving this white woman who's crying crocodile tears talking about, oh, I'm sorry, ah, uh, ah, uh, 
for why are you giving her your personal Bible and giving her a hug and telling her she needs to find God? Do you do that for every single person who comes in your courtroom? Yeah, that was like exactly my question. Like, is that is that how you treat every single person? Clearly and not. on top of that, it's not like you gave her that big of a punishment because in other like in smaller cases, black men get put in jail for a longer time. I mean, the jury, decided, the, jury the jury decided. decided. Yeah. But, the jury decided. Yeah, the jury decided. But even then, like the, she still had a she still had to say it to yeah. to, yeah. to like the guilty verdict and all of that. Like she's the judge, yep. so she still had to say. It, and even though the jury gave her the amount and everything like that, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But I just feel like. Black men get put in jail mm-hmm. w- for way less for mm-hmm. selling marijuana. Okay, killing a police having... dog forty five years. Yeah. Missing jury duty. This guy oh, today yes. was late yeah. to jury yeah. duty. Twenty one year old yes. was late oh, to jury duty. Got ten days in jail for being late to jury duty. And he got like a bunch of other things. One hundred eighty hours community service and like a bunch of fine that he had to pay. And like uh, literally, it's a list of things. And after he did the ten days, is when he found out that constitutionally like, he wasn't supposed to get put in trial if he missed jury duty. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, like at jury duty, they send you a letter that you're. Yeah. Like you're, you're getting, picked, yeah. yeah, you're picked for jury duty, and then afterwards they ask you a bunch of questions, and then they actually pick you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't know at what part part did he miss, but at he no point was slept. the punishment that. That, yeah, know. that's no, that's ridiculous. That seems so severe. But that's very my thing with judges is that's so unprofessional. Like if you keep your personal feelings to yourself, because you're supposed to be impartial mm-hmm. as a judge, you're supposed to sit there and keep your personal feelings to yourself. Granted, we know that a lot of these white judges, when it comes to black men in America, are not being impartial and their racism is overcoming in it. Mm-hmm. But I would have thought that having a black woman sitting there and knowing the political climate that America's in right now, that you would have been like, mm, this is a very high profile case. Right. This is very like this is actually gonna set the precedent for everybody else and what's going on. All eyes are on me and you're gonna sit there and be like um let me give you my bible let me tell you that you're gonna be free like god loves you like no don't sit that's not your job you are not her you are not her preacher you're not her who are you to her are you her reverend when you're sitting there trying to console her are you her family why don't you go console the family of somebody that that died for no damn reason why are you sitting here consoling a murderer who took a human life for no reason and lied about it yeah i'm so i this gets me so heated because as a black woman, like bro, like you, that was so that was so foul. I feel like, like we so don't, foul. if we don't stick by our own people, then who the fuck will? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I, I didn't want her to like just because she was black, just to do like a harsher punif- punishment, but to be at least fair. I feel like as a black person, like society usually expects us to be the one that apologizes and the one that shows sim- sympathy. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's that's what it is, and probably I don't know if that's what she fell into, but it was no. It's her. like Adam people are given this level of grace, like they're yeah, human. Yeah. They they can make mistakes, like they can learn from their mistakes. Well, they're I not. They're not. Yeah, yeah, they're they're not their mistake. You are not your crime. You're not like all this. But black people do not get that same grace. They do yeah. not get that same sympathy and empathy from anybody else and i would have thought that like the family that lost somebody would have gotten some sort of empathy from somebody who has the same skin color and possibly goes through the same struggles that they go through on a daily basis you you get what i'm saying but like the judge i was reading something that she got endorsed by the police department there for like her election earlier Mm -hmm. on so i'm like "Mm, you're you're probably yeah you're probably like a uh, you know, I mean, I can kind of find a hidden reason as to why she did what she did, but at the same time, I was like, if you're in the South, I just, I don't know, I just felt like she was corrupt. No, it, it for me, it just goes to show you that, like, there is this level of, like, self-hatred 
that mm-hmm. is so ingrained in, in, in people of color, like mm-hmm. especially black people, it's like we don't value ourselves that we're always trying to get the approval of Adam people. We're always trying to get the approval of like, oh, you're one of the good ones. Like you're you're a good black person. Like, right. no, why? You what you did was wrong. Like not even about human like color or anything like that. On just the regular schmegular playing field, what you did and was wrong. I feel wrong like that's why the they all life. took those actions, including the family, like apologizing publicly, like making a whole big deal about it. And mm-hmm. the judge too. I feel like for them to be shown, oh it's like these are good black people and they're nice kind of black but why people. should we always put on that persona like, yeah but why that's that's even as a victim even as us. a victim no it's yes. like even as a victim we're expected to sit there and take the higher road yeah, why always why? Be, be the ones that sympathize for other people be the ones that are no, apologizing no but the mom first. the mom um the the mom of Botham Jean was saying that she it's for her it's a place of of religion which okay cool I get that she's very religious I get it you know if that was like a Somali mom yeah, granted she, probably, she probably would say the same thing because you know how religious Somali moms are like even though how much they love their children you know how like yeah. very religious they are and in tune with their like spirituality and God that they are they're like okay this is for the you know God yeah, has some yeah. sort of plan for it and ultimately she says she wants to like do some sort of um like make changes mm-hmm. from what happened to her son, make some sort of, politi- not political, but like some sort of outlasting changes so other families don't have to go through this. You know, so I understand that. My beef is not with her. I fully get it. It can't be me. I can't relate to that. If my child died at the hands of somebody else for no damn reason, I don't think I could be as willing to forgive them mm-hmm. as she is. Good for her. Do you? My thing is just everybody else because like the, the, the officer that was in, in the jail sitting there like streak, uh, stroking her hair for what reason? Do you sit there when you see a black woman in, in, in sitting in front of a judge, do you sit there and try to console her? Do you try to fix her hair? Do you try to tell her to wipe her tears? Do you try to tell her everything's going to be okay? No, you don't. Why do you feel the need to sit here? Just because a white woman is in court, why do you feel the need to sit here and tell her everything's going to be okay and try to soothe her? I, I wonder, is this the same like courtroom that she was, because she was a cop, she was an ex-cop, right? I believe so, yeah. Is this the same, like, is this her peers or something that... I think so. Or and actually no, there was one somebody who's testifying on her behalf who was friends with her, who's a black lady. She said she's a good person too. Did you guys also see the guy who testified that ended up dead? Yeah, his best friend. He, that was his, his best friend. friend? Yeah. His best friend. The witness? Yeah, it yeah. was his next door oh, wow. neighbor and his friend. Yeah. Oh. And he, he got killed. Yeah, yeah, he testified yeah. on his behalf and like was for the woman getting yeah. the guilty um the guilty uh, verdict verdict and he got killed. The next day, he was a family man too. That's fucked up. Yeah, there was like YouTube videos of conspiracy theories, like maybe the family went and like actually killed him. Why would the, his or family or her family. Amber's family? Her oh. family went and actually killed him. There was just a bunch of conspiracy that I didn't fully read up on. It's completely off topic, but it was this guy in 1983 who took fifty dollars in cash from a bakery in Alabama. He was mm-hmm. 22 years old, and then um, this year on August 29th, he was released after serving. Um, 36 hard years for stealing $50.75 in cash. Mm-hmm. He's now 58. Like, his entire life is completely gone. This woman is probably going to come out of jail in 6 to 10 years. Write a book. And then <laughs> write a book and then become, like, Interviews. A, a, yeah, do the most off of social media and live a very comfortable life. This black man is probably going to go back to jail because jail is all he knows. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If he doesn't have supportive family, but it's really hard to have a felony and find a job. So he's literally struggling for the, the enti- his entire life. You know what I'm saying? It just like... I, oh, it's just, no, it makes me so mad. It's, it's very... It's, the system is so messed up. Like, so it mess- really bothers and, me. And speaking of cops, like Mohammed Noor here from Minnesota, how he... On, on the, the job. Yeah, he killed the woman. Got 12 and a half years. A white woman. And, yeah, a white woman. Didn't get no forgiveness. Nothing. They gave the family a bunch of money for, for the... Killing the, the person. Yeah, yeah, for killing the person. The state did, right? Mm-hmm. Or the police department. The state did. The state did. 
and then gave him 12 and a half years when the like he was on the job and he actually had like there was probable cause that mm-hmm. something like it could like it could have like mm-hmm. what something could have yeah, happened yeah. something yeah. could have happened there was probable cause for it but this woman walked in some somebody's home with for sex no thing. yeah <laughs> yes with her partner partner yeah and, and then the other thing is like the Fernando Castillo situation, and like I shouldn't call it mm-hmm. situation, but like the whole case, mm-hmm. they didn't give the family that money. Like they didn't. Did give they give this family money? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't the pro- the state it. will probably give them money as for because it's a high profile case, mm-hmm. and they'll probably give them money, but it probably won't be as much if the person was white. Wasn't it? It wasn't Eric. Garner's family given like a dollar or something like that. A dollar. Yeah. yeah. After all, they yeah. like took fees and taxes and stuff. Yeah, like it was that. like a like, dollar. Or was it his? Was it his case or somebody else's case? There, literally, some I can't remember what family it was, but somebody was given like a dollar. So like he was he was doing something he was supposed to be doing or something like that. A dollar. It, it, that's that's the thing. It's like a police dog. The guy, the kid who 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 killed the police dog. Yeah. What was it forty five years? Yeah. Yeah. Forty five years crazy. for killing a dog. Like a yeah. dog's a dog's life is more valuable than a human's life. Like that's. It just goes to show you that this country is systemically broken and does not value black life at all in any shape, way, or form. Like, there is absolutely no grace, no sympathy, no nothing. Like, we're literally dehuman- like dehumanized. Like, we are seen as less than a dog at this point. Yeah. Like, that's so messed up. No, I actually just looked it up in um, the Mohammed Noor's case. Like, the family got $20 million in settlement oh over the, um, oh, with the Minneapolis Police Department. But the friend of Castillo, they got $3 mil. Do you see that difference? Seventeen million dollars. That was recorded. I'm still like traumatized by that. And his, literally, his girlfriend and the the daughter that was there, bro. Like you traumatized the whole human. You killed somebody and traumatized somebody in 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 the process. Interesting to me to see like the mentality of these police officers because it's like you clearly not only are you like just like the way your mind changes when you're getting a call and you're like or when you pull somebody over and it's a black person and when you pull somebody over and it's a white person like Mm -hmm. your entire demeanor your entire thinking like you'll sit there and like try to make an excuse for somebody and be like "Mm, all right he's a white guy like maybe just having a rough day maybe this is going on but you see a black child and you'll sit there and be like he's got a gun it's a cell phone bro yeah it's literally his cell phone like he's it's candy he's got candy in his pocket right and you've killed him for what for what? Like he's wearing a hoodie, he's dangerous. Like how do you how can you sit there and look at somebody and automatically see? Like I really don't understand because I really wish I could see Malo people or like see myself in the eyes of a white person and yeah. truly see what they see because I'm so confused because I'm like that I, when I see a black person I'm seeing myself essentially so I'm like you're like you're like me I feel comfortable so I'm very confused and when I see a black person I don't see you as like a you know I don't see you as a monster I literally just see a white person mm-hmm. I'm not yeah, sometimes I, yeah, sometimes I do <laughs> I'm dead if I see a Dan Mills like I'm okay run well, away. but I mean run just away. like you know on the regular sh- regular say you're yeah. at grocery store you see a random white guy are you yeah. just gonna be like let me clutch my purse yeah. no yeah. like it takes like no, certain you, behavior I, mm-hmm. like certain behavior like if you're sitting there being weird and staring at me like then i can understand that but if i just see a random black guy walking past me cool if i see a random white guy walking past me cool if somebody's being weird then what but i don't understand how you can automatically sit there and see like a black child and be like he's dangerous what has he done to be dangerous besides be black like i'm right. so confused as to how a color of somebody's skin can terrorize you and make you feel so uncomfortable that's the like that is the mentality i don't understand like what about us are you so uncomfortable with besides just our skin color? I'm starting to think that, that they see like, you know, like shadows and like monsters <laughs> and like crazy. Like that's the only way I can conceptualize it I'm because sorry. I'm so confused as to how you can sit there and see a black child and be like, they are going to grow up to be this, that, and third, or they're da-da-da. It's so interesting. You and I were watching on um, the Chelsea Handler 
Oh, yeah, 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 Chelsea Handler. Yeah, yeah, the um, special the, on Netflix. Yeah, the special on Netflix talking about white privilege. And um, it was really interesting to see, like, the white woman that she sat with. I don't know if they're, like, higher-ups um, in oh. Congress. The bunch of, like, w- uh, towards the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, and they're like, ladies, yeah. Oh, we don't see racism. It doesn't oh, yeah, exist yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. And she's like, are you sure racism do- doesn't exist? Like, have you heard all these stories happening? And just the way that they were so ignorant. I don't think I got any privilege. Yeah, they're yeah, like, I don't think I've ever gotten anything because, of, because I'm a white what? woman. Yeah, and then they're like, they're like they have, they have um affirmative action. <laughs> they have equal. I wish I could get a job because like of the color of my skin. skin yeah, <laughs> shut up. I was yeah, so was mad. Like, I need to watch and then Chelsea was like looking at them like, "Are you guys okay?" She's like, you, sure? "You guys know how many black men get killed by the police every single day." They they don't see the problem because it's like it doesn't pertain to you, so you overlook it. But the way that these women, she's like one of the ladies literally said, she's like I'm a woman in a Republican politics. Um, she's like I have a lot of like disadvantages, and she's like I wish I could get a job based on the color of my skin. Okay, but you're a, a white woman. You're mm-hmm. you're literally you are above all black men and black women right then and there. You may not be above the white man, but you're right under him, right next to him essentially. So you're automatically getting whatever you want, but you're sitting here being condescending. But, but can at you the end of being it, a black woman, like oh, we're the bottom the tier, bottom, bottom, bottom of the bottom. bottom. Ain't nobody there to protect us. Ain't nobody there to ooh. Or we're on our own. Or literally, like, like you're literally at the bottom of the bottom. So the fact that you're even bringing that up is like annoying. no, it was but interesting. I, I kind of do want to watch that now that you guys say that. I've seen it on Netflix, but I never fully cooked on it. But now I kind of want to watch it. Was it was very That's interesting. So it was interesting. I like the way someone worded because it's like white privilege is not for us to educate you on like go educate yourself like one of the girls literally said that she's like that's not my problem for me to teach you you're the one that's benefiting off of it you figure out the, the how it works and what the deal is mm-hmm. i was like go for it but at the end of the republican woman thing one of the ladies did start to kind of think like her brain was starting to click and i was like okay at least one person at this table has now finally learned something but they were you know so they were ignorant. they were so ridiculous even though it I was orange that, I, I, even though i love the fact that Chelsea handler is doing this but she's a comedian and i'm like is she even the right person to be oh she got checked you should watch it because this girl literally said she said i'm embarrassed to be in the space with you right now cut me out of your your documentary she came for her she's like who do you think you are she said your book is called what was it called you um, you, you got uganda you gotta be kidding me yeah you like, gotta be yeah she made some sort of reference she's like i she's like i her thing was she's coming from a perspective like i have gotten away with a lot of things being a white um woman in comedy and a blonde white woman like blue-eyed white blonde woman and that would not have worked for any of the black comedians, whether they're uh, male or female. It would not have worked for them. She's like, now I understand how some of the how things that I've done, how yeah, how much privilege I have, and how problematic some of the things that I've said and done are. Damn, Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent really changed her. Sam, she went and found her boyfriend from when she's a teenager. She, she also interviewed it. Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish, asking them like what they had to do to yeah. to be to come up as a comedian, and like literally they were go- telling her all the things that they've done. Like Tiffany Haddish was saying she's done like over hundred fifty bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs. Yeah, and they they asked Chelsea like how many have you done, and she's like none. She's like, I only went to mine. That's it. Yeah. Like, I've never been to one. Yeah. <laughs> She's but yeah, but I like, I, but I like the fact that she was owning up to her yeah. privilege and yeah. said, "I have privilege. What can I do with my privilege to like get people talking about?" It was, it was yeah. very interesting. She went to like a was it a Trump rally? Oh yeah, Some, she, she went, went to somewhere. A Trump rally too. Yeah, that was like and like interviewing white people. There was very very interesting. I mean, yeah, it was very interesting. Should very we interesting. also touch on since we're talking about forgiveness, but also talking about cancel culture because like Chelsea Handler has done a lot of fucked mm-hmm. up things and people forgive her. 
constantly. A lot of comedians also get away with this just because they're doing it in the name of comedy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, But recently, the new in thing is canceling people after they do something. And a lot of the times, the things that they've done is, like, a few years ago, like, finding a tweet from, like, when they are 16 or, like... Things that they've got, they got canceled now for things that they've done in the past. So what do you guys feel about, like, cancel culture? I think cancel culture needs to be canceled because we're all human. Mm -hmm. We all have said something problematic. We can't sit here and talk about it and be like, oh, I've never said anything problematic ever. I've said at least three problematic things that I can think of right now in the last two hours. Like, I already, right now, I know you should get right now. <laughs> I literally was facing my sister and I was saying some problematic ass shit. Like, I, and I'm trying to, like, change and I'm trying to grow because you don't know everything. You don't come out the womb and you know everything. Like, all the right. political correct things to say ever. You don't. You say things because you don't know better. Mm -hmm. And then you know better and then you do better. That's literally how it works. And we're not giving people that grace to learn better and then do better. We're literally thinking, okay, you were 16 when you said this. Ah, ah. Okay, I get that. Some, Sometimes, you know, like, when you're an adult and you understand things and you understand the severity of what you're saying that I understand but oftentimes it's like people just didn't know better mm -hmm. I'm not saying everybody needs to be forgiven and like cancel you know cancel culture forever and all these pragmatic people that are in the world like Donald Trump forgive them because they didn't know better no there's some people that just choose there's willful ignorance like some right. people just choose not to give a fuck and want to say all the pragmatic things in the world because they truly believe it that I fully I stand behind cancel that shit but if somebody's like oh I didn't know this term was problematic or this was problematic or that was problematic and now i know better i'm sorry i apologize cool but you have to understand there's it's not just oh you said it you're done like there's other things to it like you can't just cancel somebody for one thing like that's it that's the end of it do you know what i'm saying what if it's a continued like i say that i understand today, yeah. i'm like oops i didn't know about it and then tomorrow i say something that's else, willful like, ignorance because that's the thing you know better and you yeah. still choose to not do better that is willful ignorance there's actual blame ignorance that we all have we don't know everything about everything but if I'm sitting here and saying, let me figure out, um, today I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say the word crackhead. Even though I know that's like a problem, problematic term for me to say, I'm going to continue saying it. That's offensive. Like that is, that's not, a, that's not kind. But I'm going to continue saying it. Mm, it is what it is. I don't care. No, because I know better. I know that that is not a, a term that's appropriate for me to say. But now I'm going to do better. If I'm not going to do better, then I'm just being willfully ignorant about it. And I'm problematic and I should be canceled. And that's that. I also feel like when you get canceled, like there their second chances you know the, the my favorite podcast that i listen to is two girls that actually did get canceled and like they started their whole new podcast now doing the same thing but it's because of the fact that they lost all the traction from their first podcast and they learned it from it because on their second podcast now they talk about it like why they got canceled and how they felt when they got canceled and how the, what they said was wrong and so i just feel like there's there's second chances and i'm willing to give somebody second chances if they're willing to apologize and like do better like you said but um there's certain people like comedians who repeatedly say the same joke just because they think it's funny mm -hmm. or do the same thing just because they think it's funny and so that's what i don't agree with and a lot of the times even though the society might cancel a person i might personally still give them a shot there's only limited people that i'm like if fuck you like you guys don't know like mm -hmm. like basically y'all keep fucking up yeah. Like the Paul no, brothers. Like they're the one people that I'm like, I cannot watch their shit. They're nothing. trolls, aren't they? They're, they're trolling, but a lot of the things I feel like they mean, they just, after they say it and they get backlash, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, we were just trolling. This is the name of the game. We're trying to be funny, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like a lot, I feel like they mean, but how many times they got canceled and how many fucked up th things that they've done, they have to mean what they're doing. 
I think the intention of when somebody, I feel I get you on the second chances, but sometimes it's like the intention. Are you apologizing? Because now what you've said has been caught. Like these big name brands, you know, that we often see oh, doing, yes. you know, these fucked up campaigns and then they get, you know, they lose their money. That's where it hurts. You hit them in the pockets, right? So they lose their money. They're like, we're sorry. We didn't mean to do X, Y, Z. We're sorry. We're racist. Ah, ah, ah. So are you actually apologizing because you actually believe what you did is wrong? Or are you saying that just because you lost money? Like, what is your intention? So we have to look at more than just, you apologize. You're good for it. And at H&M. Like, H&M. Yeah, they literally just did another whole thing about the um, the girl with yeah. her hair not yeah. done. And then decided the next day, oh, oops, like... They really they really yeah. got the public with that. They said, oop, y'all thought we were racist. I, joke's on you, motherfuckers. Sorry for my but swear. But they were, they were using <laughs> yeah. what, the, they, the clock Yeah, and I think, before, I think yeah. that's the other issue. Because a lot of times, these people will sit there and say problematic things just to get for trending. Marketing, yeah, for marketing. For marketing. That's, some people, that is their, their thing. The, the Paul Brothers, low-key... Is that what they're called? Yeah, Paul Brothers. Yeah. That's Logan like their thing. Jake Paul, but I just call them Paul Brothers. Yeah, whatever the fuck their name is. No, are. that is their thing. Some people really, that is their thing. They're like, let me, I have a, you know, like, the Kardashians do that all the time. They don't do, you know, necessarily, they don't say problematic. They do things and everybody allows it. But, like, they'll do something problematic. Or, like, Love and Hip Hop, they always do some, like, random thing, you know, yeah. just when they have a new season. Stage, like, okay, yeah. yeah, it's like, let me just get, you know, let, let's get trending. Because everybody knows when you're trending, everybody's clicking, you know, your revenue's up, all these things happening. So they're benefiting off of that. And I think that's where some people actually, like, their purpose is let's let's say something problematic. Let's do something that's gonna catch everybody's attention. I yeah. hate when people do. Okay, so I was gonna ask you guys. So about the whole um, Jade. Is it Olivia Jade? Mm-hmm. How she got canceled? Who's Olivia Jade? The YouTuber. She's, uh, uh, Becky's mom. Daughter. 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 Yeah. Oh, the college. The college scam. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. She got canceled. And then came back on um, Instagram with, like, a picture. Is she the one that didn't want to be in college? She's one Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And then, like, a whole bunch of... She dropped, like, a picture of her, like, wearing a Snoop Dogg t-shirt. I was just saying, like, F you to the press outlet, you know? And then some a bunch of other people, like, created videos on YouTube talking about how, like, she should still be canceled and, like, and canceling, like, everyone that's on her comment section. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, on and on. And I'm like, is that, like, a mistake? something that could be forgiven and it's like wait does she know about her mom's what her mom was doing or she didn't know she's the dummy that she, didn't want to no, do college right well, i think she, she knew, knew because yeah, she, she posed for pictures in like the royal yeah. team and everything i think she knew but also i feel like her youtube was so popular like her older sister is not much on youtube all mm-hmm. she had is like school basically mm-hmm. but with her she was really popular on youtube she had this like brand with look pretty little things like she had things going for her and her parents basically told her all of that can go away so you need to go to college so i feel like with the happy medium she was doing college and this like and going to um and doing YouTube and I feel like she's doing more for her family and that's why now that she's coming out she's basically saying fuck the press because people are like coming for her day in and day out yeah and I feel like that could fuck with your mental health like she moved out of her parents' house she's like at some point I think she wasn't talking to her family or something like that because they basically ruined everything she had to deal with Sephora at the time when all that came out, like she had to yeah, deal with yeah. pretty Everyone little things, like canceled she got her. Canceled? And, yeah, oh, and she got canceled. So That's basically, all the money that she was earning for herself and not her family's money, they canceled it all. So now she's like back to square one and living off of her family's income. Yeah. that's shitty but Even i mean my thing out. is is okay i that's kind of that sucks for you but ultimately what you knew you knew what you were doing was wrong and you mm-hmm. went along with it so you 
Adakutala. Like, I, I don't have any... Sorry, I don't have any sympathy for you. Like, you you already had a very rich lifestyle and you just wanted more. So, you agreed. So, cool. Do you. Mm-hmm. But you decided to sit there and, like, take from people. Like, take up a spot yeah. and a space that you didn't deserve. Knowing that you didn't deserve that space. But I is have that no more for so you. for her? parents or is that both both but the thing is nobody put a gun to your head your parents didn't put a gun to you You could have been like fuck this college stuff i'm gonna go do my youtube i'm gonna go do my sephora deals i'm gonna go do xyz like but is that i feel like it's more pressure from her parents i get that like my mom like i could not go to college just because i had to go like i understand it's not the same because she's rich and i'm not i'm poor middle class you know what i'm saying like it's not the same but also like if your parents force you to go to school and they're telling you you have a spot and they're paying for it like you have to attend. No, this, see, like it's not about. Like it's not even about the school so, that she attended. But even about, no, but it wasn't even about her attending school. Cause she could be like, okay, cool. I'm not gonna do either your. I'm wrong. not gonna do she your. Yeah, I'm not gonna do your ethically wrong. Yeah, yeah. At a school that you didn't someone. deserve, you could have went to a school that you deserved. Mm-hmm. You could have went to a school off of your grades, off of your test scores, you off of your shit. But not because of that. But if I didn't even want to go to school at all, and my parents are basically telling me, I got you. You're still wrong, fam. You're still wrong. You. She is wrong, but to a certain extent, no, like, she wrong. can she can go back to YouTube and like move on from it. You know but what I'm saying? Like, it's been over six months. I know, but that's the thing I was trying to get at. She's still basically canceled, and now everyone wants to cancel the other people that were, are kind of supporting her and like her comeback. Mm-hmm. That were supporting her comeback. Everybody's like, everybody need that was her. And her Did she address um, the situation? Huh? Did she addressed it and said why she was wrong or no? She just decided no. to like hide and then come back. No, yeah, I thought so she, she did. I don't know if she did. I thought she did. I think she just made like an apology, like, yeah, via Instagram. Like, yeah, I'm but, dead. but yeah, just that. I don't. Her YouTube got closed down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Damn, sucks to suck. Sucks yeah. to suck. But that's but the a lot of people that were I like still were still I'm coming cool. at her, and they were getting at the people that were supporting her, and like the other. Okay, YouTubers, that's like here's the thing. They're and then bullying. saying they need to be canceled too no, that's because the most. they're supporting her shenanigans. And I'm I, like, I feel like at what point? Of- at what point do like? Do we move on from No, it? yeah, people like to bully. Like, that's literally yeah. bullying somebody. Just keep pushing. Make sure you're not giving any money to her. Keep pushing. Don't unfollow her, block her, and do what you gotta do. Keep pushing. Why are you out here pressed? If you canceled her, why are you pressed on her Instagram page? But, it's her damn page. But also, I'm like, there's a lot of people that are problematic on YouTube just to get views. And she wasn't one of those. And she's still canceled. And these people can go and make other videos and be still as problematic. No, that's bullying. The example of that is the, is the pub brothers. You know, like, no YouTuber is treated the same. And people still hold her to a higher stand and still canceling her when other people have done fucked up things and still doing fucked up no, things. Okay, okay, no. So I feel like at some point, like... She did it so long ago. There's new people that come up that are getting canceled every. But just day. because, Why just because there's something new. D- no, okay, well, okay. I have two things. One, just because something new has come, you have to forgive all the other. Old you don't have to stuff. forgive, but also I'm like, how come pe- other people are getting forgiven Get away with things? But, yeah. and getting away with it, but hers is like helped. But uh, other here's standard. the thing. I'm not holding. I'm holding all of them to the same standard. If you did something dirty and you knew damn well what you were doing and you didn't care and it's all fake and I feel like it's fake, cool. You're canceled from your period. What I'm just trying to get at, my understanding is everybody else that's coming in her comments saying you're canceled. Why are you back? It's her Instagram page. Y'all are dead ass just bullying this girl. No, this no, no. They were saying everybody who's supporting her needs who's to be canceled. Yeah. And to be canceled then unfollow well. them and carry yeah. on with your day so that's if that's what it, they choose to do that's what they choose to do yeah. what i'm trying to get at is the fact that um like everyone everyone just like it's like this whole like hive of people like if we cancel someone everyone has to follow that and so just everyone commenting 
on her on her picture supporting her. No, I get what you're saying. Like, do you cancel somebody just because you're attached to somebody else who was originally canceled? Yeah. I get that. But uh, you have to understand, just because you cancel somebody and you have your own ethical, like, moral, high, you know, like, limit that you follow and, like, the same quote that you follow, that doesn't mean everybody else is going to follow the same quote as yeah. you follow. So, like, let's say I commented on Jade's thing and said, like, oh, welcome Love back, you. girl. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back, girl. And people would cancel me if I was a big YouTuber and just because of that. So I think it's getting to a point where it's toxic and yeah. everyone's just being toxic. way too sensitive. It is Period. too toxic. No, that's literally what I was trying to get at before. Going back to the whole forgiveness topic, like, I don't know, as me, I don't think I could be as forgiving as, like, the family was, um, the Botham Jean case. Like, I don't think I could be as forgiving, but I kind of applaud them for doing what, like, what they did. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know. Just thinking about it, I'm like, I just get more heated researching, and I just started researching about it today. I've seen it on social media, and I've seen, like, the titles and all that, but I never fully, like, read up on the case until today, and, like, just learning more about it i'm like i don't know how they forgave this woman and yeah. i know dinti islanki you're supposed to and all of that but personally i don't think i could do it i wish to be on that level of forgiveness like i really wish i could be on that level because you have to understand forgiveness is something that we all want from god so we should, it's something we should be giving each other and that sounds really preachy but i want i wish i could be on that level of forgiving somebody who's literally taken a part of me like mm -hmm. your child your brother that's a part of you that this person took away for no reason and you feel the need to sit there and forgive them and carry on with your life like that i applaud them for that but the judge i want to fight yeah you it's just the case the other parts of the yeah. case i want to fight everybody else involved and the punishment that she received i yeah. feel like was not worth mm -hmm. what was going on but i wasn't a juror there if i was but and then to think about it like if this was a black man or a black woman they would have got the death penalty you know, they would have got way worse than what she got. Yeah. And other people that have done way less, that got way harsher sentences. Mm -hmm. um, and that's another thing that pisses me off about the whole entire case. But alhamdulillah, like, we are supposed to forgive people. And Elahi tells us that. And inshallah, Elahi will instill our iman to be greater so that we could be able to do that. Um, so we're hoping that you guys really enjoyed this episode. Our DMs are always open, so send us topic ideas that we can talk about in our next few episodes. The next episode that we have for you guys is going to be really fun. Um, we have guests coming on, so we're looking forward to that episode, inshallah. Um, and so just let us know if there's any pressing topics that you really want us to touch on, to get our view on. With that, nasteha. Let them know where they can find us. Y'all should already be following us on social media, but if you have not, I urge you at this very moment to get out your phone and go to Twitter and follow us at The Unwritten Pod, and then go to Instagram and follow us at The Unwritten Podcast. So catch us there and slide in the DMs. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Peace out, Girl Scout.